What's up, everybody? This is Erica, and I'm back with another episode of I Won't Be Long. And today I have an old friend joining the podcast, um, my good friend Adarius. Uh, we met each other in, in Arizona. What year was that? Was that 2017, 2016? Yeah, around that time frame. We started, we started working, he started working at Lexington. And he told me a story. Um, he told me about, you know, he told me his story. And uh, he recently re reached out to me, uh, told me about the podcast, how it impacted him, how it inspired him. And he has a podcast of his own. Um, but he connected today just for him to share his story with you guys. So today we're going to be lifting the surface of adapting to relocation. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> perfect perfect thanks for having me again yeah so um just to piggyback what she said there met her out there in arizona you know uh, at the same job and everything and just share my life as i was going through things i'm originally from the 75 from for those of you that don't know that's virginia you know hampton road so norfolk virginia beach newport news that's my stomping grounds, you know, but um, today I just wanted to talk about uh, adapting to, um, you know, my new location. So currently I'm staying in Concord, North Carolina, and um, I recently hey, moved from Carolina. Shout out to Carolina. <laughs> right, right, right. And um, I recently moved from Arizona just this past September. Um, a lot was going on. This is right when like COVID first hit too. So of course, everything was happening all at one time. You know, I just had a baby in, in May and all of that. So it was just like, everything was back to back, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, Congratulations, was, by the way. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for that. So, um, and uh, she just turned one this past Sunday. So <laughs> yep, yep, she getting big, she getting big. Yeah, did and, I do it up for her first birthday? Oh yeah, she a huge uh, baby shark fan. So the whole house, <laughs> the whole house was filled with baby shark toys, the birthday cake. Everybody had little, uh, you know, baby shark themed shirts. Yeah, stuff. So <laughs> See, it was it was real cool. I didn't know if baby shark was still was still in because I've been seeing a lot of kids uh, uh, getting into cocoa melon now. Yeah, that, so that I, too. I know, I don't know if that bumped baby shark out the water. No pun. Nah, intended. that's <laughs> yeah, uh, cocoa melon. That's on the TV twenty five eight. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> That's still going on as well. Yep, yep. But um, just to dive into it, like I was mentioning, uh, COVID hit and everything like that. And um, I was like, man, it was time to move. The lease was up pretty much, you know? Mm -hmm. And of course, family's growing, spending an apartment out there in Paradise Valley, you know, the Phoenix area. So I was like out there borderline Scottsdale at this time. And I'm like, I'm like, man, what's next? Like, what's next? First of all, I'm, I'm now working from home. They cut back the hours. I was working at this IT company in downtown Phoenix at this time. Okay. So, I'm, so I'm like, okay, you know, the work from home situation, kids was home with school and all of that good jazz. So everything was just on top of each other. You know what I mean? So my sister, she's been living in Charlotte for the past five years. Well, going on six now. She graduated from uh, Johnson & Wales doing her culinary thing. So shout out to her for that. And um, she was like, oh, you know, you guys come out here. So me and my wife, we was like, all right, let's go ahead and uh, let's jump out there and see what's going on. So mm -hmm. we stayed it. We stayed in Charlotte with her for about like a week just to get a feel for the area and kind of shop around. Um, a buddy of mine who I went to high school with, uh, he's into like real estate. So he was just kind of giving me some pointers of where to look. Of course, I didn't want to leave Arizona because I was complacent and I was comfortable. You know, my wife, her family, they're all out there in the West Coast. So this was just going to be like a huge change. You know what I mean? So it sounds out there. It sounds out there. Because I'm, yeah. I'm curious to know, because um, you're, you're from Virginia, right? Yeah, right. When you right. moved to Arizona, how, how old were you? I was 20. 23 just turned it I was going okay. on 24 I was going so were, on 24 got you so you were you were already uh, an adult when you moved to Arizona what was that right because I talked about my experience going to Arizona from North Carolina and and just how drastically different it was from North Carolina but what was it like for you being out there in, in AZ like what what did you sense the difference in dynamic coming from Virginia did you like it did you love it were you ready to go like how was that it was um it was it was a big change uh when i originally left virginia i had shot out to oakland california but once mm -hmm. i realized like how difficult and the life situations i was going through and expensive things was out there i was like uh 
let me fall back, you know, to somewhere a little bit more reasonable. Yeah, I was getting paid solid out there in Cali, but just to, you know, maintain. So they're, of course, they're going to pay you well, so you can live, right? You know, but um, it just wasn't clicking for me. So had the opportunity to go out to um, Arizona and um, I first stayed in a good year at this time and around this time just when I was doing like going to school working at the airport just trying to you know push myself through school and have some money in my pocket we all need some money right so I was just I was like <laughs> so I'm like okay cool let me um let me just go ahead and thug this out of course I got my outside life going on you know on top of that mm-hmm. and I'm um, so just trying to balance everything as a young man never had that uh that father figure to even like guide me or show me exactly what to do or what to expect so everything was a learning lesson so I fell I fell on my face more times than I would like you know what I mean and a lot of the times I would like you know just keep to myself because it was like well I don't want to share all my business and then I'm feeling dumb afterwards or Mm. you know you get what I mean or more so like you know who who really cares Mm. you get what I mean who really cares that what I'm going through you know you you're not about to you know, hand me 10 bands and be like, hey, fix your life real quick. <laughs> yeah. You get what I'm saying? So no, just sure. going through all those those plays in my mind there. So um, once I was able to get to Arizona and I saw just, it was more opportunities, I could say, from where I was coming from anyway, you know, especially as a young man, you know, of course, coming out of high school, I was able to do my IT thing. For those of you that don't know, I do the IT field. So that's my, you know, that's my little niche. It's not my passion, but I'm good at it and it pay the bills. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just like, okay, here we go. Going through the job, going through the life. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I didn't think I was, you know, too welcomed when I joined that company. Of course, you know, it was only what one of two of us on the IT team. And yeah. shout out to shout out to my man Roger for even still holding it down. Shout out, Roger. Yes. <laughs> shout out to my man there for doing that, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, it was uh it was a big change though. It was hard, but I can honestly say I enjoyed it because. It was a good journey that I needed to take. You know, I was away. I was away from home. I was away from like the weird situations with like my moms. Of course, as I'm getting older, I'm feeling myself like, mom, you ain't about to tell me what you never told me what to do. You know what I mean? Don't, you know, don't try now type, you know. So I'm like, okay, let me um let me go ahead and do my own thing. And um uh to, to answer your question though, it was it was a good change, but I definitely had to like learn and it, it was hard though I learned the hard way you know how some people just like hey you just gotta learn the hard way it was definitely the hard way so I, I will not say it was easy um I went through a divorce I'm, I was married to my high school sweetheart at that time mm. I divorced and everything so mind you I'm only 24 25 at this time I'm wow going, you know what I mean yeah 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 wow. yep. so it was just like it was just like okay cool bro like you gotta you got to separate yourself from the situations that you're, that you already know, you know what I mean? Coming up, coming up, I used to watch my dad beat my mom ass, you know what I'm saying? So I didn't want to give my son that same scenario. Why? Because pops won't send me down like, Hey, when you get into it with your lady, this is how you communicate. It was more so like, you know what I mean? Pick mom up off the floor type of situation. You feel me? So I didn't want to give that, uh, I didn't want to feed that demon because till this day, you know what I mean? Like, even if I get into it with my wife now, it's a, it's a trigger, you know? And I think that's something that a lot of brothers or men in general, but especially for us, it's, it's something that we got to like tap into. Like when, you know, when ladies or your, your spouse or however your situation is, when that triggers certain things, especially when you witnessed it growing up, you know, that trauma is just sit back there in the subconscious, you know? So that's, that's why I had to like step away. And I'm like, Instead of killing my son's mom and him going into the foster care, let me go ahead and just do the right thing. You know, walk wow. away. Like, like got to disconnect. You get what I mean? Got to disconnect. So after all of that, of course, um, I started doing my own thing, you know, and um, of course, going to court and making sure everything's situated. Mm-hmm. I put myself on child support, all that weird shit. And it's just like, hey, I got to pay to see my own kid until this day. You know what I mean? So any brothers out there, if you're paying child support, man, just keep doing it. I know it sucks, you know, but um, it keep it keep the system off your back at the end of the day. You don't need to be sitting in the pen talking about something. Oh, yeah, bro, I'm in here because, you know, <laughs> I ain't paid no child support. Mm-hmm. You need to be in there for catching a body or something serious. You know what I mean? You don't want to be in there for abandonment of child support. But I was just like, 
I was like, okay, cool. So life moved on, you know, I started dating my wife now at this time. Of course, she was just my girlfriend. And um, we was, we was still learning each other. You know, we was trying to get everything going and, you know, she was sharing everything she was going through. I was meeting her family and I'm not really close with my family. So it was like, I didn't have anybody to introduce her to. You get what I mean? It was just me, you know? So of course we started living life. Um, I started getting, you know, better opportunities out there in Arizona and then Fast forward, you know, uh, everything happened with COVID, right? So, and mind you, during all of this, though, as Erica mentioned earlier, I got a podcast as well. We haven't touched it since, uh, me and my team anyway, we haven't touched it probably since the beginning of COVID. Our last episode actually was called Pre-Rona, you know what I mean? And wow. it was just, yeah, it was it's just ironic how everything played out, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, where, what's next? So mm-hmm. I was like, well, the lease is up. Let's go ahead and get ready to move. Came out here, checked out some places. Mind you, I was in Arizona though, but I had no luck in Arizona. Like nobody, any application I was paying for, they won't even take in your boy. You know what I mean? Credit scores or anything like, they was just like not even having it. So that last one, it was this one house out in Santan. So I was telling the wife, I was like, all right, this, that one. Like, I was like, we paying, you know, we paying some money for these applications, like this, that one. And Santan, I don't know if you've ever been out that way, but it's a, it's a good little- I'm not even familiar yeah. with Santan. I think that's way that's out. The, de- the desert, right. So yeah. I was like, okay, it's cool. But mind you, I was cool with it because I'm working from home. You know what I mean? So I'm like, what's and it's no big deal i don't got to drive to downtown phoenix every day mm-hmm. especially during covid that didn't fall through so um my my buddy i was telling you about who's into the real estate and everything he uh he pointed me to a house it was gonna be a little fixer up uh out here in uh, charlotte but um it didn't fall through for me so but of course the lady hyped me up though right so i'm paying the money mm-hmm. mind you spending money to fly out here go do a tour of the house and everything. I'm like, oh, I can fix that. I can fix that. You know what I mean? Like anything, the house wasn't terrible. So I'm not going to be like, oh, you know, it was in the hood or nothing crazy like that. It was just little, you could tell that the, the family that was there previously, they just didn't take care of it. It's yeah. Pretty much, right? <laughs> so um, time is winding down though now, right? We give, we fly back to Arizona. We give the front office the notice like, hey, you know, we pretty much moving out. They like, cool, you know, we situate all of them, you know, legalities there. And then um, the lady called me, I lie to you not, like a week before we literally got a move and was like, yeah, you didn't get approved for the house out here in Charlotte. Like, and wow. I'm, and, my, and mind you, mind you, I'm blowing her up like daily, like, you know, any, any feedback, uh, yeah. any, you get what I'm saying? Just trying to like, at the end of the day, got kids, shawty, like I need you know what I mean? I need a roof. Wait, so, so you you were you guys planning? Were you guys already in the process of moving before? Right. Right. Oh, wow. So I'm I'm telling you, like boxing up the crib. We got people uh, buying items from us and everything. So I'm like, okay, this is about to be the first storm right here. Or where are we about to live? You get what I mean? So as a man, automatically, I'm like, you about to do what you got to do. You get what I mean? Whether it's sell drugs, hit a strip club, whatever you got to do to make sure that the family is eating at the end of the day. I know you weren't about to get on a pole up there. Nothing <laughs> crazy like that. You feel me? But just, just to just think of fast money. You get what I'm saying? I got some Just out of fear, right? Out of fear. Because it's like, it's not just me. Like, it's different if for me to sleep in my car. It's totally different if you got the wife, kids. You get what I mean? The, your whole family just on the road or with nowhere to go, you know? And, um, of course, my wife, she got her own family issues going on. So not only trying to handle like my own personal situations, but just trying to be there for my spouse as well and help her through anything that she had going on. Mm-hmm. So um, once that lady said, you know, you guys didn't get approved immediately, like my heart just fell out my body. I was like, all right, cool. And I wanted to call her everything in the book other than her name, you know, because I'm like, I've been blowing you up. I've been blowing you up and you literally wait a week before like I got to be out and it was so bad because we told the rent office like hey we may not be able to move the whole time they already already rented it out to another family so we had to leave like we had to leave like the next family was ready to move in oh my god <laughs> right they already had the paperwork signed and everything so, so I was this like okay. y'all what a week a this week a week, literally a week. So I was like, okay, cool. So at this time, I'm like, well, at least the wife is already working from home. Mm-hmm. Let me let me see if I could take my job with me. I tell my job the situation, you know, things I'm going through, not to put them all in my business, but just to give them a, a general scope of what exactly what was happening for me, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, 
they was just like, they, and mind you, they took forever to hit me back too. Like my own job, like my own job. <laughs> they were like, nah, probably like, probably a couple of days after that lady told me no to the house. So everybody was like, no, everybody's just like, no. And I'm like, why, like, God, why am I getting all these no's? What's yeah. really going on, you know? So mind you, in my mind, I'm like, okay, I'm about to be out of here with no crib and I'm about to be out here with no job. Can't be a man out here with no money. You know what I mean? No job not able to provide in general mm-hmm. so i'm like cool we go ahead luckily we push in every day we end up finding the spot that we are now on conquer so i was like okay thank you god you know a blessing finally dropped through yeah, didn't get this real. didn't really didn't really get to, to see the spot only because you know it was just online so we really had to go you know big-hearted all faith into this move right mm-hmm. selling selling everything back there in phoenix loaded up both vehicles i loaded up a truck my wife hopped in my car boom, we start driving. I, I turned the trip into like three days, you know what I mean? Just because I had the kids with me and everything. So mm-hmm. lit- I literally drove from Arizona to North Carolina. Longest hey, trip same. ever. Same. Longest trip ever. Wasn't so, Texas the longest? Wasn't Texas? I don't know which way you went because there's two ways you can go from Arizona to- It um, is. And my my mom, when I was uh, when I was driving, when I was getting ready to drive, she told me, um don't go she told me not to go the which would it would have been a scenic route but if I would have went like through the mountains I guess it would have took me through I want to say Tennessee maybe that's the way I took see I didn't go through that way I went through she's like don't go through that it's too dangerous all that like kind of made me nervous because I'm driving it's just me and my sister driving Uh, okay and she's like, don't go through, don't just don't go through that way. It's just going to be too much, all this stuff. Like go through this route because it's more flat land. When I tell you, I drove through Texas and that was the, that, that felt like three days along in Texas. Yeah. And that, yeah, that was horrible. I bet. Yeah. I didn't even take, I didn't even take that way. So I was just, I took the, um, <laughs> I took, I took the top of Texas though. So I stopped in, uh, what's his name? Um, Amarillo or something like that. Amarillo, yeah. Texas. I stopped at, I, that was my first stop. And then, um, luckily, my wife had an aunt who lived in Arkansas, so I stopped in Little Rock. Okay. And then, you know, then that last stop, I stopped in uh, in Tennessee. I forgot what uh, what city it was, but that was just like that last one. And I was like, all right, from Tennessee, I got to push. So luckily, luckily, um, a buddy of mine, he was working with Hilton at the time. I was able to get like that family and friends discount anytime I needed a, a hotel. So, you know, all I had to do was slide him 50 bucks in the stays, you know, and I'm staying solid places, you know, nice hotels just yeah. so I can make sure me and the family are accompanied, you know, nice. and um, I'm like, okay, cool. This, this is going, this is really going to happen. Like by the time I got to Tennessee, I was like, yo, bro, you like, you really on the road. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you, like, and all, and all these hours, all I'm doing is just thinking, I'm just thinking about life. Like, what is this about to be like? Am I like, am I making the right decision? Is this going to work? You get what I'm saying? Just all these mixed emotions and trying to talk myself out of the move. Like, you know, just bust a U-turn, bro. Go back. You get what I mean? But it's like, you can't, you can't go back because there's nothing for you to go back to. Mm. So you got to go forward. Right. So overcame that fear, overcame that challenge of just deciding to actually take that initial step. Right. And I'm thinking to myself, like, man, you're about to leave Roderick and Dayon behind, you know, y'all got y'all MPTG going on and you get what I mean. And like, we was heavy with it too, constantly, you know, and we ended up uh, doing an ebook we put on Amazon, just like we was into wow. it. Hard. Yeah. Real hard. And we, and, is, is Dayon the, um, the the one you mentored from from Lexington. Yep, yep. That one that he ended up and he's doing he's doing great for himself right now. Like wow. um, he actually just he actually just had a baby girl himself. You know, not oh. too long, not too long ago. Yep. So you know, it's it's good to see my brothers from another mother. You know, still standing at the end of the day. Yeah, you know, and um, yeah, absolutely. And uh, we all we all just we all lost accountability, not only with ourselves, but with the, with the group in general, because, you know, Rod had his own thing going on and then me and then Dayon, you know, life started just to separate us, not in a sense of where like we hated each other or we were mad at each other. We just mm-hmm. started letting life, you know, separate us in that manner, you know what I mean? But we still communicate, you know, to this day, you know, and um, exactly why we trying to fire things back up with the podcast on our end and we, we've been talking, you know, and um, uh, we, we are a legit LLC. So I, before I even left Arizona, I made sure I went down to the, uh, what is it, Arizona uh, Commission Corporation, 
um, down there downtown. Um, we got, you know, got our paperwork situated and everything. So we, we a legitimate LLC, you know, we could nice. do some things as long as we hey. stick to it. You know what I mean? Right. Thank Congratulations. You. Thank you. Congratulations Thank you. too, Rod. <laughs> Rod. Hey, y'all listening, if y'all tuning in. Absolutely. I'm going to definitely tell them that we had the podcast. And um, mm. from there, uh, I was just like, okay, now that I'm here, I'm crossing into North Carolina's lines, doing the job applications every day for like two months, no job. Mind you, my wife, she had to hold down the crib and take care, like literally take care of all of us by herself for two months. As a man, I was like, I, I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm telling myself like, okay, you know what you qualified in, bro. Like you went to school, you, you got skills. You know what I mean? Like, don't, don't settle for anything less. But of course I'm like, I, I need something immediate. But my, my inner person was just like, nah, thug it out a little bit longer because that right opportunity is really right there waiting for you. Mm-hmm. And over those, over those two months in North Carolina, I mean, the, the emotions between me and my wife, I know she was stressed, right? So we're constantly arguing and, you know, the, the, the move was just, uh, it was a lot within itself. She's never been to this side of the world. You know, she, she's originally from California. So it was just like, okay, it was, it was like, okay, cool. She don't know anybody, you know, her, her family's over there and she's very, very, very family oriented. Mm. Myself though, myself, I'm not. So she helped me, she helped me gain that, you know, that family sense. Mm-hmm. You get what I mean? Over the years, of course, this is mm-hmm. this is an ongoing situation. So, yeah. so I'm like, okay, cool. How how can I make sure that she knows that I'm there for her? I love her. I love these kids, but I just need that next opportunity to to be that be that one that's gonna keep us on the up and up, right? Okay. Mind you, mind you, we had just got us a truck and everything just to do that. We got that repoed. We was late on the bills. All of that just getting here just getting here so not even a month of being in North Carolina we had we (laughs) but it was like it was like a domino effect we just got here not even a month later we had to go back to Arizona to um we had left we had left our other car out there so luckily we had three cars before we left okay so we had to drive back out here we we flew of course we flew to Arizona but we had to drive our third car back to North Carolina oh see now, at some point, Darius, I would have looked into I would have looked into shipping costs. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I did, I did look into shipping costs, and I was just like, "Man, that's too much," you know. And, and and mind you, mind you, the job didn't come with me, so I'm like, "Okay, I'm literally running off like these last two paychecks that the job, you know, that the job yeah. gave me." Yeah. And um, I'm I'm like, "Okay, cool, bro. Like this this is what it is." And I'm heated the whole flight going back to Arizona. I'm pissed because I know when I touched on the ground, I gotta get in the car and drive the car back and mind you this is this is under the same day no no we yeah actually we we chilled for like uh she was there before me and then I came out there probably like two days later because I needed my mom to come down and sit with the kids so I could you know pretty much you know have somebody here for them so I'm like okay we drive that back of course it was a lot easier this time because it was just her and her and myself you know what I mean so we didn't have the kids or no babies crying nothing like that So I'm like, okay, let's go ahead and get this done. Of course, she's not feeling it. You know, I'm, I'm irritated. She's irritated, but we made it back here. Mind you though, still, still no job. So I'm running, I'm running low on the savings, right? I'm like, okay, she, she the breadwinner right now. And as a man, you know, for, for any fellas that's listening to this cast, man, if you got a woman that like can hold you down during your struggle, bro, please, 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 please appreciate her, man. You know what I mean? Like love her, love her to the utmost because it's it's those moments right there that really show you who in who in your corner. You get what I mean? So um I, I love her to death for that. You know, it was a hard time. Like I was crying and I'm I'm the dude. Like, I'm like, I don't cry, bro. But nah, I was crying. Like I was yeah, like, no, okay. we need to break that. We need to break that hey, stigma, Darius now. Pr- pretty much, right? Bank yeah. bank full, okay, bank full of cry. cry. It's okay. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> right? So I'm it's okay. Right. So I'm like, man, okay, bro. Like you, you got to get through this. So I started listening to um a lot of good, you know, uh, inspirational speakers, you know what I mean? Just motivating myself. Um, I, I'm not even like a church going person, but of course I grew up in the church though. Right. I mean, thanks to my grandma, God rest her soul. You know, she, she kept me in church. So I never, 
had this um, non-prayer life, if that makes sense, and not to bring religion into this podcast, but, you know, just, just, you know, I, I needed some faith, you know what I mean? And of course, like, I'm, I'm, I'm smiting God. I'm like, you know, God, you got me out here. I'm fucking looking crazy. You know what I mean? Like, help me. <laughs> help me. <laughs> you get what yeah. I'm saying? Like, show me, show me exactly what I'm not doing and how I can be better. And sure enough, you know, I started changing up some of my thought process and some old habits that I had, you know, whether it was, you know, upsetting my wife or, you know, being a little bit too hard on the kids or you get what I mean? Like in a sense of like, I need everything perfect and organized and you get what I mean? So, so I can do what I need to do for us. You get what I mean? Whole, whole time though, I'm not taking in consideration of, you know, where you are mentally or how you feeling today or you get what I'm saying it that 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 played a major role into how you know I could be like you know what bro you got to take you got to slow down I was moving too quick but I needed things to happen you get what I mean at least in my world and one of my favorite sayings is um you know if you want to make God laugh look up in the sky and tell him your plan Mm -hmm. so I'm so I'm like okay how exactly is this about to work? So I started going on some like some interviews and everything. So I started feeling good. You get what I mean? I'm like, I'm like, yeah, cool. You know, um, I'm telling them what, you know, what I'm worth, what I was making at the last job anyway. And um, a lot of the companies, I felt like they didn't want to tell me I was overqualified. So like, I just wasn't hearing anything back. Now, here I go again into another challenge. Damn God, you had me doing all these applications and looking for a job is a job within itself, right? You got cats doing letters of recommendation. You trying to make sure the LinkedIn booming. You're trying to make sure old networks is, you get what I mean? Like, hey, if they call you, I need you to say X, Y, and Z. You get what I mean? So you're trying to just, you're trying to stay afloat. The point exactly, right? So I'm like, okay, cool. Not only that, got to make sure, you know, my older kids, they in school, got to register them. Mind you, they got to do the uh, work from home too. You get what I mean? So I'm like, okay. Thank you, God. I got a bigger, a bigger home now. So it's like everybody got their own space. They can do their own thing. But it's like, I'm still not working. So the holidays kick in, like Halloween, go by, not working. Thanksgiving come by, still not working. Right before, (laughs) right, mind you, I got, I got out here in September. Mm-hmm. So as soon as, as soon as like Thanksgiving was over, I get this call. I had got a call around Halloween, but I thought it was just going to be another fluke. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was with this, uh, pretty much the staffing company and, um, the lady, she was, she was a great recruiter. I mean, she was on my head more than what I was used to for somebody being a recruiter. Like she wanted to make sure I got this job and she felt like I was the perfect fit. Like she made me believe that the job was already mine off of just her calling me on day one, like, oh, I saw your resume on LinkedIn, you know, so I appreciate LinkedIn, you know, I'm glad, you know, uh, year up, they, you know, helped your boy get to that, that knowledge there on how to do resumes and all that good jazz. Yep, yep, they helped me out a lot, you know, so um, I just, it was just things I was never shown, you know what I mean? And I think that's where a lot of, you know, just, uh, I don't want to say urban kids, but just the, 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 the kids or young adults who just aren't, shown or they're not put in that lane to even see other opportunities you get what I mean just like put that toolbox in front of them Mm -hmm. and whatever tool they take out of there they should be able to build what they're trying to build right Mm -hmm. take a couple of tools if you need to you know but that's what I I loved about Europe that's 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 it 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 really was the bridge between like if you didn't go to college or if you didn't want to go to college or even if you chose to go to college but chose to wait a couple of years before after high school it really gave an opportunity for for those kids to learn a trade learn about real life learn about business like learn something that's going to actually bring value to whatever you want to do a company like just give you an opportunity like you said to to put money in your pocket and also like give get you a skill set that you may not have been able to get otherwise i really really love that about europe Absolutely. Absolutely. It's funny you mentioned that uh, as far as just like a skill set or a trade. Mm -hmm. Um, Me and my wife, we was talking the other day about how a lot of young brothers, you know, uh, especially the brothers, little young kids, they think, you know, picking up the mic, rapping or throwing the football, shooting the basketball. That's just like the only outlet, you know, and and it it sucks. But I I get it, though, at the same Mm -hmm. time, because it's like when that's all you see or, you know, your partner's talking about, you know, oh, man, did you see LeBron do that last night? Or you saw Curry hit that? Or you get what I mean? Oh, man, you saw Julio catch that touchdown yesterday. It it, it hypes you up because that's what you're doing with your homeboys every day. When y'all get out of school, y'all just y'all living the life whole time. You're not even thinking that you're going to eventually turn into a grown man. And, and same for females as well. You know, young ladies, you know, you 
uh, doing the wrong things out here, whether it's stripping and, you know, the OnlyFans and all that craziness is just like, that's not the only yeah, way. Look, don't, don't knock anybody hustle now. <laughs> not, not knocking nobody hustle. I'm just saying it's, it's, it's multiple, it's multiple ways other than like the, 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 the quick everyday things that you, you know, that you hear and see. You get what like, I mean? Like, and, like, like, uh, like, like applying and getting PPP loans. <laughs> right. You get what I mean? And, and the people that was getting that, man, all that money, I'm like, somebody put me on, especially yeah. at this time in my I life. Hope you weren't. <laughs> I hope you weren't. Cause they, that, cause the, the government is definitely, uh, circling the block on people right now. They are, they are. And I'm kind of glad, I'm kind of glad nothing, uh, nothing ever fell through for that, you know, in a sense of trying to get any crazy loans or anything. So like, thank God, you know, for all of that. And I'm just like, okay, where can I, where can I really be where like, I'm, I got a solid work life balance. Right. And mm -hmm. I, under, and I understand, of course, growing up, becoming a man, there's really no such thing as balance. You just got a, a lot of time in your life for certain things. Right. Put them in pockets. Be like, all right, I'm doing this. I'm gonna put this in the parking lot. Cause I got to go take care of this now. So in a sense of just creating your schedule, creating your vision board on exactly what you're trying to do and how you're trying to better self. So I'm like, okay, this sense of uh, self-awareness started to kick in for me. Like I'm starting to understand exactly who I am because I got a, I got a grown woman with kids taking care of me. You get what I'm saying? Like legit, you know? And, and it's like, I'm, I, mentally, mentally it, it, for, for lack of better words, it fucked me up because mm -hmm. I'm like, I was, I was never in a position where I need, I needed that to happen for me. I was that, I was that guy. You get what I mean? I was working. I was taking care of two call centers. You get what I mean? Trying to do my thing at the same time, have my cake and eat it too. And all of that fell on me. All of that fell on me. You get what I mean? And I had to realize like, yo, like this is not who you are. So no need to pretend. You get what I'm saying? That's one thing. And then on top of that, it's like, you don't need to fall and become, you know, what you saw your pops doing. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and um, even, even coming out here, me and him tried to like, bond and build it was it is for oh, me right really? now yeah yeah even for for me and him right now you know it's not it's not the best but I don't know in the future it could be better but right now it's like I did something that I never thought I would do like honestly it took me probably like like I cut my pops off for like seven years like when I went to out there to west coast yeah. cut them off you know what I mean I, and I wasn't even that close to him before I even left VA but as I met my wife now you know she she helped me understand like no matter what he did he's still your, he's still your daddy at the end of the day you know learn how to forgive and forget and I'm full of pride right I'm like God forgive I don't you get what I'm saying like I'm that's where you know what I mean that's just where I am with it but it's like so much animosity so much anger to what I saw it's like bro you gotta let that go and as soon as I started letting that go doors started opening right pull back to that lady that recruiter calling me every day like hey saw your resume everything looks good I'm gonna go ahead and set you up for you know get the drug test going blase blase so I'm like okay cool perfect the company started actually reaching out to me then so after Thanksgiving I get a letter from the company themselves and they didn't even want me to go through the staffing company they just wanted to bring me straight in so mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm like, oh that's a bet because you know usually with the staffing companies you got to play like a, a little three month role you know what I mean? See if you get hired on or three to six months and see if right. you get hired on. And if not, they'll probably. Right, right. And they, they, they'll see if you can go ahead and, you know, elevate yourself or if not, mm -hmm. they'll have something else set up for you. So mm -hmm. I was like, okay, this is a good sign right here. Like I can legit just go ahead and just start working. So sure enough, went ahead, passed the drug test, all that good jazz. Got the, uh, got the interview. The interview was so long. I had the interview with like eight different people, but now that I'm in the company, I know who they are for the company. So the interview process was long, like no lie. I went to the company and my interview was at like 3 p.m. I didn't leave there to probably like 6, 6.30. Wow. Just legit, like each person, like I got took to each person's office, you know what I mean? Even like the site person. I work for a company called Granges Americas. You know, they're into okay. the steel, you know, they are uh, aluminum. So like, you know, like the little Yoplait yogurts and all that aluminum okay. cars, they, they make the uh, they make the aluminum for all of that. So nice. like, I mean, I'm working in a plant, but I'm of course on the IT side of it, right? Yeah. So what nice. I told them, what I told them was like, you know, what, what I was trying to live on and what I needed to make, you know, just to take care of the family and out of nowhere, they offered me way more than what I even was selling myself for. Looking and up. I was, <laughs> look at God, right? So I'm like, yo. And I, when I left, when I like left out the door, 
I cried in the car before I pulled out. You know what I mean? I was like, man, I can't let this security guard see me crying. Shit, go on my way home. You know, like, like how are you, what are you saying on Friday? Like, I know you ain't gonna cry in the car. You know what I'm saying? I was like, okay. I was like, bro, tighten up. You know what I mean? Fix yeah. my tie and fix my tie and everything. I was like, yeah, bro, go to the crib. Let the wife know we back in business. You know what I mean? And sure enough, come uh, December 1st of 2020, full full time working. Um, I'm still there, of course. You know, six months later. You know, um, I plan on being there for a while because I'm in a great position and I never saw myself being in that lane. You know what I mean? I always took life uh, so personal and mm-hmm. I'm very, very hard on myself. Even till this day, I'm still hard on myself because it's like, I know I can be better. You get what I mean? And it's still things that I got to work on personally. You know what I'm saying? Just, just self-development and understanding like, you know, there's things that you love to do, man. You, you love to do podcasts. You know, I used to get a lot of negative feedback and uh, just bad attitudes about me doing the podcast. You know, I was sharing them with people or I, or I had this expectation of people to just support it off the rip because it's me. Like you like, you like me as a person. So why wouldn't you tap into what I got to say? Right. You get what I'm saying? It's like, like, why wouldn't you want to listen? Or, you know, um, I've been called like a, a fake ass TD Jakes and all, all like crazy. Really? Like, really? On though, and, and I'm like, bro, I don't need to pull out the Bible on the podcast. But okay, you get what I'm saying? It's, it's weird. It's weird. But I started learning. Wow. I started learning and understanding, like, you know, some people just get jealous that you pursuing something that you love and they not. You get what I mean? Some mm-hmm. people energy, some people energy just it's not yours, bro. So you can't expect that from them, you know? So I got to this real, this this big heavy lane of uh, just like self-doubt, you know what I mean? And I was like, you know, Rod and Dayon, they got their own thing going, man. I'm like, you know, them them cats probably not even interested. So I wasn't even trying to pursue it, pursue the dream in a sense. I was like, Mm -hmm. we did, we did all this work and we ain't doing no more work. You get what I mean? And I'm seeing them doing their things, you know, IG and Facebook or whatever. I mean, I don't got Facebook, but, you know, I'm just seeing them doing their thing on their platforms in the sense yeah. where they just, they live in, you know? And um, I was like, man, let me talk to these guys, you know, let me just see where they at, of course. And this is recently too, like over the past, like two months, you know, we really kind of just connected back in a sense of where like, you know, we're not going to start things back up tomorrow or the weekend per se, but let's figure out where we went wrong so we can just dive back in it because we ain't new to this we true to this you get what i'm saying we we've been we've been doing it so it's like let's not treat our thing like it's a stranger to us like we 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 did that you know we birthed that you know so it was um it was tough moving out here um of course adaptation to the relocation you know i had to i had to get my family used to the east coast because they they used to the the, the desert and the sand you know scorpions and rocks i got to get them used to <laughs> i got to get them used to like you know bees and trees right and, right, right like grass like actual <laughs> right season season changes and getting everything you know situated you know and um i can honestly say you know that that two month period of um just being dependent you know, it humbled me so much because it was like, yo, like, how can you, how can you, all I told myself every day was like, how can you be a man, wake up Monday through Sunday, do the same thing for two months in a row. And mind you, when I was hitting that two month mark, I'm like, I'm trying to, I'm about to give up on all of this. I'm about to just go hit the streets real quick, figure out how I can, you know what I mean? Do my thing. But I knew deep down, like that was not the wave, right? Mind you, I had baby girl, especially. So I'm like, I can't be locked up. I can't have her mom bringing her, you know what I'm saying? Can't have a wife bringing her to the jail cell, bringing the kids, you know, to the jail cell, seeing me from doing just stupid shit, acting off impulse, you know what I mean? And just being irritated and not really trusting the process, you know, because we all know that greatness isn't a destination. It's a process. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So really, really just tapping into like who I am. I was like, okay, man, you know what you can do. This is what you have done before. So let me write down everything that didn't work, right? Hmm. Whole time that didn't work column was so long. Everything that did work was very, very short, but everything that did work is what got me to where I am in the first place. You get what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, here goes nothing. I go into this company that I'm at now and um, mind you, blind to it. Like I'm in a position now where like, you know, I discuss certain amounts of money for the IT department. And you get what I mean? like things that need to get bought and I've never been in this lane so I'm just like yo I'm at the I'm sitting at the table now I once used to be the cat 
you know, in the background, just waiting for the orders. Now I'm creating those. And it's like, you know, not, not in a sense of like anybody's under me, but you know, my, my manager, she's based in Tennessee. So when I show up to work, she wouldn't know if I was at work or not, but that's, that just goes to show what was the saying, I'm um, do the right thing, even though when no one's looking, mm-hmm. you get what I mean? So real like integrity, like my integrity was like, if it, it, it turned on like a switch immediately. So I'm like, okay, here goes nothing. Mind you, I'm at these, I'm in these meetings talking, you know, this is of course, when I was still new, the, the whole challenge there, mind you, I'm still getting used to North Carolina. Of right. course, I've been, I've been to North Carolina numerous of times with living in Virginia, but I've never lived in North Carolina and saw how the people were, or just learned the atmosphere, the economy down here, you know? And um, of course, every day the wife was like, you know, let's just go back, you know, let's just go back to Arizona, let's find something. And I'm just like, nah, you know what I mean? Like, this is, this is where we pose to be, you know? And I started teaching myself, like, you know, when you hit certain points in your life, you pose to be there at that exact moment, you know? And I used to like psych myself out, like, nah, man, you ain't supposed to be here right now. Like this, this ain't even for you, but whole time it was though, cause I built a lot of discipline character, you know, I kept the charisma going, I, I, I kept that grit. And it's just like, I, I know firsthand, like my grit is why, you know what I mean? I'm, I am the way I am, you know, that's my underlying, you know, that's my, that's my bottom line right there. That's my underlying statement. So I'm just like, Hey, do your thing. And I bet you it's going to work out before I know it, you know, started, you know, moving in the company. And it says, mine's only been there six months. So they saw how quick I gravitated. I, I adapt, you know, to the, to the situation, <laughs> to the yeah. job. So I'm like, okay, I got to go ahead and figure out what they need from me and how I can be creative and show them a different aspect on this IT thing. You get what mm-hmm. I mean? And it's not too many of me in this IT field. You get what I'm saying? So I already come in there with a stereo, stereotypical, you know, vision like, oh, he probably in there blowing it down, blase, blase. Nah, you know what I mean? I had to shake, I had, again, I had to shake some old habits mm-hmm. to, bloss- to blossom into this, this young man I am today. You get what I mean? So I say all of this, you know, for your listeners on your platform here to just um, stay strong with everything that's going on in your life. It will be hard. I know that's cliche as hell, but it's supposed to be. I guess, because I'm still learning as well, but it's supposed to be hard because if you don't learn from the mistakes or the downfalls or depending on somebody, and when I say depending on somebody, I mean that in the sense of like somebody that you, it's genuine love, you know, and if it's not genuine, and I, and I don't mean love from like your spouse or like your boyfriend or anything, I'm just saying love from whether it's a friend or, or your local church community or a, a school function, anything that's pushing positivity to you definitely keep that going because there's a lot of like misery in the world and we see what's going on in the world you know it's a brother getting shot every day it's a you know it's a it's a transgender or gay person in the bad situation it's a white boy shooting up a walmart it's you get what i'm saying like we we seeing it and we don't even talk about it the way we should you know and i'm no big fan on like going to the street protesting and everything I respect everybody who do it but it's just like I don't want to see more people hurt yeah I think more so I don't agree with it because I'm scared for for you you get what I mean and, but I, I do understand why people do it you know and we can go all the way back to MLK Malcolm X you know what I mean we can talk so much history there's so much we can talk about but we don't you know and it's the select individuals such as yourself myself those other positive black folk in the world and not even black folks there's white people asian people mexican people that also support our cause and understand what we doing what we trying to say because you know uh it was one of my favorite uh tracks on um uh, i don't know if you ever heard meek mill's album championship uh forgot what song it was but he says a line in there where he's um well actually it's not championship it's a track with miguel um uh stay woke I don't know if you ever heard that song, Stay Never Woke. Well, I don't think you, I, I may have, I don't know. I, I, I'm not even going <laughs> to. No, I got you. I got you. But yeah, if, if you ever get the chance or anybody who's listening to this, if you ever get a chance listening to listen to Meek Mill and Miguel, Stay Woke, he says a line in there, like a bar where he's like, um, you know, um, mama teach you how to fight, fight before she teach you how to write, write. Mm. So I had to, I had to understand it. And that clicked to me. The first time I heard that, I was like, yo, I was like, he absolutely right. Like when I went outside, I was told to hold my weight. You get what I mean? But when I, well, when it was time to take a, a state exam to go to the next grade, 
I was tweaking out. I was freaking out. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what this word is. I'm the last cat turning in the test, not saying you need to be first, but at the same time, comprehending, you know, that comprehension, you know, and that's what I try to embed in my kids. Now, I need you to understand one what, what I'm talking about, you know, mm-hmm. and of course, I, um, you know, I was, I was just raised in a sense where, you know, uh, a child was, you know, meant to be seen, not heard. And it's just like, nah, let's try to change that. Let's tune that a little bit. Yes. Let's keep them in a child's place. They shouldn't be seeing you do your grown thing. You get what I'm saying? But if they do catch you and not even a sense of catch you, like you got to listen to your kid, but if they see you in, in your zone, more so, you know, whether, whether you drink or whether you smoke or you do your, you know what I mean? Whatever you do, mm-hmm. you just let, you let them know, Hey, this, this isn't for you. You know what I mean? This is what mommy and daddy do. You get what I'm saying? And you focus on these grades, you focus on learning how to respect your, your, your elders, your teachers, things like that, you know? So, um, that's, that's just my, that's my little two cents, I guess, <laughs> on just on, on overcoming, you know, just, uh, the challenges of trying to, take care of the family as well as you know in a sense like force them to adapt as well you know but again as I mentioned earlier you know not when you don't take in consideration of how everyone else feels it it, it causes a, a like a this ball of chaos because you just need everybody to understand where you coming from whole time everybody got a little voice you know everybody got a heart everybody got their own thought process and what may work for you may not work for me and, and you know vice versa so it's it's uh it's, it's been great out here in North Carolina. Um, we try to explore as much as we can. You know, um, it feels good to um. Of course, in my previous relationship, I have I have a son. You know, outside of my current one, um, he's in Virginia, so I'm a lot closer to him now. Right. You know what I mean? He he five hours up the road. Um, whether me and his mom get along or not, you know what I mean? It's it, it'll never come between me and him, you know, our right. relationship. And right. as he get as he gets older, I want him to understand, you know, why I'm made certain decisions I made. And I don't, I don't want his relationship to be what mine is with my pops. You know what I'm saying? And and not saying that, you know, with being a grown man today, I can't fix that. It's just more so of I need, I need him in a good place just as well as I need myself in a good place. It's Cause I, I feel like that harmony would, would make it more beautiful than what, you know, what we think it could be. You get what I'm saying? So, um, you know, anybody, like I said, anybody out there that's just going through something like right now, and I know COVID's been tough. I know whether you lost a job or you lost family, I've lost family members over all of this, you know, whether it was due to COVID or other, <clears throat> excuse me, other uh, life reasons, you know, it's just like, stay strong because by you not giving up is, is why you're still here today you know, keep that in mind and definitely tell yourself, you know, as long as you believe in you, everything will be smooth. Trust me. Like it's, it's, it's going to be tough though. You're going to have the self-doubt, but love yourself. Love yourself. There it is. See, y'all, y'all see why this, this brother got a, a needs to be back on his, uh, on his own platform and speaking, <laughs> educating and, and having this positive impact and effect on the masses and the younger generation coming up. you, um, I think one of the things that I connected with you on, Darius, when I first met you, um, again, you, you shared your story and it wasn't the same story. So you've been through a lot of challenges. <laughs> you, you've been through a lot and, and at an early, early stage. Um, but what resonated with me was how you were still in a place, um, you, you were the one that told me about Europe and, uh, and what you guys were doing out there for the students and for the younger younger people and you also made an impact on one of the individuals that was going through some troubles and challenges himself um who now is your your co-host or was a co-host of like is that's amazing it's amazing to see like this how everything has come full circle and how you're still <laughs> you're still that same you still have that same mentor energy you still have that same drive that same spirit that same grit um and how you've been able to overcome a, a new set of challenges is it's right. amazing to see. It's amazing to see. It really is. Um, before you before you leave the platform today, I do want you. Um, if you still have, I'm sure you guys still have your episodes up. Um, of oh your yeah. Podcast. Share the share with the people what the name of your podcast is so they can tune in. I'm sure you won't have to worry about any negativity. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Jake's comments, like <laughs> we're, we're trying to build a platform here that are, are looking to be inspired and looking to be motivated. So it's always great to share share any type of resources that we can. 
Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, of course, like I said, um, it's MPTG. That's our acronym. It stands for Motivational Path to Greatness. Okay. So literally, literally we, uh, we're just trying to pull the greatness out of you. You know, somebody pulled it out of us, which is why we share our personal, you know, experiences and, and just be vulnerable. You know, we, we realize when you be vulnerable and you tell somebody your story, it, it actually helps them out, you know, especially when they can relate. Yeah. So um, definitely, you know, follow me on IG. Um, it's Lockstein. That's L-O-X-E-D-I-N. You know what I mean? Um, uh, Roderick, uh, he's up there. Roger Green. Um, I know he got Big Feet Heat. Check him out as well. Um, he's, he's doing a shoot thing. Big Feet Heat. Yep, yep. He's selling. And he only, if you've ever seen Roll Bounce, he got size 17s back there, B9. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, <laughs> Roger, Roger got the Big Feet Heat for sure. You know, shout out to him for that. You know, and um, I know he was doing another podcast. I think it was called uh, Culture of the Sexes as well. Mm -hmm. um, I, I'm not too sure if they still got that going or not, but I'm tapping with them on that lane as well. And um, we are working on uh, another book. You know, we uh, our first one on Amazon is called uh, Keys to Success. You know, it's um, it's a little passage pretty much from, you know, Roderick, myself and Dayan. And we each share uh, a certain key or keys that we um, that we've had to use to, you know, overcome certain things or, and just, you know, guide anybody who else, or anybody else who is just uh, lost or, you know, they're, they're looking for some inspiration or motivation, but we, um, we're on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker FM, Apple Pie, you <laughs> name it, you know, um, shout out to Maybe. the Anchor app. <laughs> right, right. Anywhere, you know, um, I'll be sure to send any of the links over to Erica so she can go ahead and, you know, share that out. And you guys um, just stay tuned. You know, we got a lot of positive things coming. Um, of course, you know, we all still are trying to overcome the hiatus we was on. But hey, right now, you know, it's uh, it's good to be back talking. I haven't done this in literally over a year and some change. <laughs> so it's, it's real different, but it's also cool to uh, share exactly what I've been going through. Because again, it wasn't easy, but, you know, to the grace of God, you know, I still got my family. They got their health. I got my health. You know what I mean? Life's good. You know, of course, I got some rainy days, but the thunder in the jungle never lasts. There it is. There it is. Well, thank you so much, Adarius, for joining the podcast. Thank you for sharing your resources. You guys check him out. I'm telling you, this man has a lot to say. He has a lot to say. Um, thank you. Thank you for choosing my platform for sharing your story first. I appreciate it. And you're always welcome to come back home. I appreciate the invite. Thank you. And you take care. You do the same. All right. As always, you guys, I appreciate you for tuning in. My name is Erica. And if I can help it, you won't be long.